Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. This next story will make you shake your head. It's very, very tragic. But this involves an Air Force captain who um, lost her baby boy to a tragedy and one of her legs in a 2006 car crash. And yet here she is still fighting for her disability support from the military 10 years later. And at the time of that crash, Captain Kim Fawcett and her military husband, they had been deported. They had been ordered deployed, which meant she had to rush her child to emergency care with her grandparents who lived on the base. And she was going to emergency training on the base after she dropped her little one off because she had to be ready to be deployed the day after. So there was a very quick turnaround of about 48 hours. So wearing her fatigues, she loaded her little boy Kieran into that car and it would be on the 401 that tragedy would strike, killing that little boy and leaving her without a leg. And I touched his hand and I just looked at the Padre and I said to him, Padre, he needs a blanket. After that crash that took her child and left her very, very badly broken with her leg ripped off, this captain applied for the disabilities because she was considered on duty at the time. But her commander disagreed because the military argued she was being a mom, not a soldier at the time of the crash. Now, this is a captain who, despite all of this tragedy, put her fatigues back on And she still wanted to serve this country doing a second tour of Afghanistan. And yet 10 years later, she is still fighting to get benefits. It's insane. Let's bring in uh, our Global News Ottawa Bureau Chief Mercedes Stevenson, who's been looking into this story. She joins us now. Mercedes, you know what this captain has been through, which would kill probably most of us, and yet still wanted to give back to this country. It's simply incredible. It it really is a heart-wrenching story, and and somebody who has tried so hard. I mean, she is still in the Canadian Forces. She is a captain in the Air Force, uh, which, by the way, makes this extremely rare, because typically uh, members who are still wearing the uniform don't go public. They're afraid of the repercussions. But, uh, you know, she told me that after the Omar Cotter payout and after um, seeing Chris Christopher Garnier, the man who was convicted of murdering a Halifax police officer, get his PTSD treatment paid for, even though he'd never served a day in his life. His dad had. She said, you know, enough. Uh, I'm ready to go public now. It has been years of fighting the system, and she just doesn't understand why. Uh, you know, she, she's done everything to get back on her feet. Uh, she has been an Invictus athlete. She has medaled in all kinds of Paralympic sports. Um, and on top of that, she went to Afghanistan. She served as the only woman in that war zone, Canadian woman, with a prosthetic limb. And keep in mind, she lost her leg at the hip. So this is a a very, very life-changing injury, Uh, her ability to balance, her ability to walk, her ability to do everything. And her job there was that she was taking out the families of the fallen to see where uh, their children or spouses had died. Uh, So a pretty selfless person, and she's fought very hard, and she's just kind of at her wit's end for 
why the government won't pay for her prosthetic limb, which has left her with about a $35,000 price tag. It's crazy. I mean, her, her captain essentially said she was on mommy duty, not on, um, you know, official military business. So the court then has to decide the interpretation of on duty. But, you know, she's driving to drop her child off to child care because she's been deployed and she's got to get child care arrangements because she's going out the next day. So, you know, if you're donning your gear, going to the base, I'd say she was on duty. Well, and in particular because in, in her case, she was part of a high readiness unit, which right. means they're required to deploy on very, very short notice. Her husband's also in the military, and he's also in a high readiness unit, and her husband was going into the stage where he was about to go active. And the military says, okay, well, if you're both in those units, you can't take off and leave a baby. She's just back from maternity leave. Her yeah. baby's only nine months old. And so she said, okay, it's time for me to take uh, my son, Kieran, it was the baby's name, to his grandparents' house and drop him off there because I could be called up and that way he's taken care of. That's when she spins out on the ice uh, and ends up basically trapped across the passing lane, jammed against the barrier in the middle. She realizes they are in perilous danger, that the roads are very bad and they're probably going to get T-boned. So she scoops her son out of the back. She goes into the ditch and a vehicle that is speeding flies off the road into the ditch and hits she and her son. Um, So you can imagine (sighs) this is traumatic enough, but she wasn't going to visit her her parents or his parents for, you know, grandma and grandpa fun time. It was that her husband was about to deploy yeah. and she could be called up at any moment. This is in the height of the Afghan war. Um, so this is making sure her child has child care in case they're both gone for a couple of weeks. And by the way, there's something called the military family care plan, which a senior general who reviewed the file said she was following. And that is a military order that if you're in one of these units, you have to have a plan for childcare, and you have to activate it if you look like you're in a situation where you could be called up to go overseas, and essentially her unit was next. I mean, this is this is a captain who had elite special forces. I mean, this is not your average, typical, like, she, she worked hard, she uh, got her credentials. She was so loyal to the military after all she had been through, and I, I'm not even touching upon a lot of things that she had been through. I mean, I've kind of edited it, but this is a woman who's been through so much and yet stayed so loyal after being treated so badly. Why? Well, she said, you know, she signed up to serve and she really believed in it. And she said, you know, to their credit, she had some commanding officers who were great to her and who gave her opportunities and, and didn't say, you know, you've lost your leg, you're not of use to the military anymore. They, they encouraged her to deploy to Afghanistan. But she said she also ran into a, a lot of people who she considers to be in the boys club. Yeah. And she believes that some of this is because she's a woman because she was dropping off her son, even though it was part of a military order, that she is being treated differently than men in similar situations. And that's been very disheartening for her um, because, you know, she's got two tours of Afghanistan. Um, as you say, you know, worked closely with the Special Forces, wanted to apply for JTF2 right before she got into this accident. Uh, she's really someone who's an incredible athlete. If you yeah. see, even, you know, with her prosthetic limb, uh, she does things that most able-bodied people cannot even dream of. Uh, This is someone who's very determined and very patriotic. And so for her, the sense of betrayal here is huge because she believed that she'd be taken care of, and that's not what's happening. She's not asking for a lot. i got to be honest. It's such a bad look over that little amount of money, Um, and and especially, you know, the timing of it when you hear the comments that someone like Seamus O'Regan said today talking about his hardship of leaving a television studio. I mean, it's it, it is not a good look for the military that they are, you know, nickel and diming and making this woman go through court process after court process after court process for that little amount of money. 
Well, and she fought and fought internally for this before she went to court, before she went public. Uh, And you can see sort of this um, bureaucratic red tape the whole time because her initial commanding officer wrote up the summary investigation and said, yes, absolutely, she was on duty at at the time. This is something she was required to do because of the kind of job she had. That then gets overturned by another commanding officer. It goes up to the two-star general. He says, no, this is a mistake. Of course she was on duty. That gets overturned. So it's this sort of back and forth constantly where you think, um, you know, it's a lot of discussion over policy, but at the end of the day, a woman lost her child and she lost her leg. And she's serving her country, and all she's asking for is a prosthetic limb to be paid for. Uh, It doesn't seem like a particularly unfair ask to be making. Not, no, not at all. And so, okay, I've only got about a minute left. Where do you see this going? Do you get the sense that, I mean, obviously she's speaking publicly. It's now getting attention. Will she inevitably go through the court position, or do you get the sense that the military will finally do what they should have done years ago? Well, we'll find out. I know that the minister's office is aware of it. Um, She is hoping that he will hear this tonight, that he will hear her plea on Global News, and that he will do something about it. She still has faith that they could do the right thing, and they could. He could intervene, and he could stop this. Uh, We haven't heard back from the minister's office yet. To be fair, uh, we didn't tell them about this until we were very close to air, but I'll certainly keep you updated when we get a response from them. But the problem here, too, Alex, is that as a result of the military denying it, Veterans Affairs is also denying it, too. So she's basically come up at the end of the road and being told that she is not going to be compensated at all by the government. What a disgrace. Absolute disgrace. Uh, thank you for sharing this, and we will absolutely update it. I hope she wins, and I hope she wins uh, more than she should, and uh, it's, a real, it's a real shame. Thank you, Mercedes. Thanks, Alex. Mercedes Stevenson uh, talking about a story that we really shouldn't have to tell. It's ridiculous. You know, after a day of headlines with Seamus O'Regan talking about his hardship leaving his TV career, and then you hear her story. Losing a child. Taking him to work, you know, because you had to drop him off to go overseas. It's disgraceful. I'm Alex Pearson. This is On Point on Global News Radio.